0: up everybody welcome to another episode of the top five at five with your host johnny quest today is wednesday july 22nd here's what you missed while you were busy dodging bullets up in Chirac. Yeah, it continues to be wild in Chicago, and it doesn't look like it's going to let up in the rest of the world either, because this pre-Cold War tension doesn't look like it's easing up anytime soon, and China doesn't look like they're playing around either, or playing fair. So, the U.S. yesterday kicked China out from Texas when they forced them to close down their Houston consulate. Now, we don't know exactly why yet that they did this, but the only statement we've gotten so far has been to, quote, protect American intellectual property and Americans' private information without really giving any more details. At least two Chinese citizens have been convicted of stealing energy industry trade secrets in Houston in recent years. The consulate is one of five that China maintains in the U.S. along with its embassy in Washington. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was also asked why the consulate was being closed, but he only gave some vague answers about China costing hundreds of thousands Thousands of jobs to Americans. China has now vowed to retaliate, but again, no word on how or what exactly is expected. "Quote: So much has happened so quickly that it's hard not to feel like this is a cycle of major escalation," said Mira Rap hooper a senior fellow for asia studies at the council on foreign relations to close a consulate on 72 hours notice should be the result only of major infractions by that country and certainly signals a level of diplomatic rancor that is quite intense end quote and firefighters were called to the consulate late last night as there was video footage of dozens of drum barrels burning what looked like paper documents which might be standard for when you leave a consulate i mean i guess you got to get rid of your internal stuff but it also doesn't look like a good idea if you're being accused of stealing intellectual property it's not looking good for either of us this is the last thing we need in the middle of an economic crisis but china seems ready to put the squeeze down and now for something really special up next for the first time i have a special guest host with her own take on a story my friend just Lewis.
1: All right, Jay, here we go. I'm going to give this a go and hopefully it's usable. In 2014, journalist and author Ta-Nehisi Coates published an essay in The Atlantic titled The Case for Reparations. Honestly, if you haven't read it, you should. Seriously, read it. It's worth the educational investment. It's an incredible, incredible essay. After laying out all of the injustices done to black people since the beginning of the slave trade until, well, now. Injustices, by the way, worth paying back on. He notes that, quote, Now we have half-stepped away from our long centuries of despoilment, promising never again. But, Still we are haunted. It is as though we have run up a credit card bill and having pledged to charge no more, remain befuddled that the balance does not disappear. The effects of that balance, interest accruing daily, are all around us. End quote. He goes on to reference a bill that was introduced into the House called HR 40, which still to this day has not been brought to the House floor. That requests research into reparations. That's right. Introduced almost a decade ago, asking not for cash payments. Not for investment into historically marginalized black communities. Asking for simply an investigation into the feasibility of whether reparations would be worth it. Small potatoes. Yet, our Congress won't even hear it on the floor. Lovely. However... In the presence of now commonplace stagnation at the federal level, several small towns across the U.S. have begun the process of reparations for their black citizens at the local level. So, on July 14th, the city of Asheville, Georgia's city council unanimously voted on a resolution for reparations for the black citizens of Asheville. Councilman Keith Young said, quote, Hundreds of years of black blood spilled that basically fills the cup we drink from today. He goes on to say that, It is simply not enough to remove statues. Black people in this country are dealing with issues that are systematic in nature, end quote. Asheville's reparations will not result in direct payments to Black citizens, but rather focused investment in areas of distinct disparities along racial lines, such as affordable housing and education. Asheville joins a tiny minority of communities looking into reparations, including Evanston, Illinois, which passed similar measures in 2019. Following Asheville on July 16th, the mayor of Providence, Rhode Island, George Alorza, signed an executive order creating the, quote, truth-telling, reconciliation, and municipal reparations process, end quote. The actions taken in Asheville and Rhode Island come on the heels of the death of the Minnesota man George Floyd and the ensuing unrest that his murder has caused across the country. Here's looking at you, Portland. And honestly, In reflecting on the life of Congressman John Lewis, I want to hope the way that he always hoped, that these are the first flutters of meaningful change. Given the dump we've lived in over the last eight months, I hope I can live in that hope for a little while.
0: Thank you so much for that story, Jess. And and now I pass the loaded question off to you, the audience. What are your thoughts on reparations? Do you like the approach that Asheville is taking? What do you think about the fact that HR 40 is still sitting in limbo? And what do you think about HR 40? Hit us up on social, links are below. All right, it's been a while when he doesn't do it often, but his buddy Joe is in serious need of some more support. So it's up to good old Barry Obama to don the suit and the mask, jump out the black SUV, and hold a one-on-one with Joe Biden, with a couple of blows thrown in at the current guy in the Oval Office. And he doesn't usually speak out against Trumpito, but in a teaser for the full interview that was released today, you can hear him criticize the administration's failure during the current demic. Quote, I don't take responsibility at all, Trump said in March when asked about the shortage of tests. Can you imagine standing up when you were president and saying, it's not my responsibility? I take no responsibility, Biden said in the clip. I mean, literally, literally. And Obama agreed. Those words didn't come out of our mouths when we were in office, he said. Biden said Trump has no sense of what people are going through during the pandemic and resulting economic collapse. He just can't relate in any way, Biden said. And Obama replied by praising biden's ability to relate to others as a reason he was chosen to be vice president and was effective at the job end quote so yeah it looks like the biden campaign is definitely moved out of the basement out into the driveway and is starting to actually take off full video to be released this thursday let's find out if there's anything else juicy in there Okay, did you happen to get a scary email from AT&T today? Or maybe one of your parents did. Yeah, that's probably more likely because AT&T decided to terrorize Luddites and old folks today by sending them an email, letting them know that they need to buy new phones or their current old-ass phones won't work anymore. Big blue letters and all caps at the top of the email say, UPDATE NEEDED. You're supposed to scream when it's all caps, right? I don't know. Anyways, it also said that their current device is, not compatible with the new AT&T network which is like kind of true I mean the people that are getting these emails are supposedly running 3G phones still and those are definitely some old ass phones although there have been some reports that don't fall into that category but regardless it's intended for non-LTE phones those phones that can't use Volte or voice over LTE because AT&T is moving their entire network over to this voice over LTE standard they call it hd voice and it's going to be for the whole network eventually and when i say eventually i mean like february of 2022 so why are they pestering the analog lovers trying to boost sales during a sluggish economy probably but not exactly a good look quote some customers were so surprised to get the email that they posted on at&t support forums speculating that it might be a scam end quote and well It's not. So go ahead and tell your parents nothing to worry about. It's just whack ass AT and T. Well, the NFL is really trying to have a season this year, following the NBA, the Major League Soccer, and later this week, Major League Baseball gets into the swing. But the NFL today agreed to scrap the entire preseason and reduce the size of their training camp rosters, which honestly is really going to hinder the lesser known and undrafted player opportunities to make the final squad. Owners originally wanted to reduce from four to two games, but players weren't trying to hear that. They argued that, quote, a full August schedule would make it impossible for them to have the adequate acclimation period recommended by the Joint Medical Task Force, and that it was unnecessary to subject players to travel-related risk of contracting the Rona just for exhibition games, end quote. So teams are now down to 80 players versus the standard 90. And yes, baseball is about to start this Thursday with the current defending world champion Washington Nationals hosting this year's world champions, the New York Yankees well i mean in my personal opinion the other favorite la's los doyers are taking on san francisco for the night match and they better be a favorite after that crazy mookie bets deal but it's definitely looking like summer let's play ball well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day and just a really quick bite of news for those three of you that are still around listening to this looks like they announced that walmart for the first time this year is going to be closed on thanksgiving wow only took hundreds of thousands of people contracting a virus and multiple people dying for walmart to finally let their employees have a day of thanks They also said that they were going to be giving their full-time employees a $300 bonus and part-time employees a $150 bonus. So that's nice, I guess. But that's all I really have today. Look out for next show tomorrow. Let me know what you thought about Jess's story too uh, and whether you'd like the idea of having guest host on here. Appreciate you all. As always, remember to stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated. Dodge the rest. Catch up with me. I got you with the news.